see you there. Attention. This is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. Due to the increase of new and used car prices, repair costs, and the price of gas, people are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-760-8196. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800-760-8196 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-760-8196. What do you have to lose? Call 800-760-8196. Again, 800-760-8196. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Did you know a fire department responds to a fire every 24 seconds? This Fire Prevention Month, First Alert is reminding you to be prepared by installing smoke and carbon monoxide alarms on every level and in each bedroom of your home. Don't forget to add First Alert fire extinguishers on every level and in common spaces like the kitchen and know how to use them. Protect your whole home with safety you can trust by visiting firstalert.com and Lowe's stores today. I'm Christine Lisi. The Seahawks, the latest NFL team to fill its head coaching vacancy. ESPN's Adam Schefter reports they've agreed on a six-year deal with Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald. The 36-year-old will be the NFL's youngest head coach. Washington's the lone team left with a head coaching opening. 76ers center Joel Embiid, the reigning NBA MVP, will undergo an MRI on his injured left knee, sustained in last night's loss to the Warriors. Phillies dropped four in a row, gets back on the court tomorrow in Utah. ESPN NBA senior writer Brian Windhorst. It's not going great for them right now, but I still love where they are if Embiid's healthy. And that's true whether they make a trade or not. If Embiid is healthy, he is a beast to deal with. And Tyrese Maxey will be named an all-star an all-star, I'm almost positive, tomorrow when they announce the reserves. And so they're going to, again, they're going to have two all-stars that if they're healthy, we'll have a, we'll have a, a chance. Brian Windhorst on Unsportsmanlike. The Sixers tied for fourth in the East, seven back of Boston. Damian Lillard plays his first game as a visiting player against the Trailblazers since the offseason trade to Milwaukee. Coverage tonight at 10 Eastern on ESPN. Hey, it's your resident Super Bowl champ, Chris Candy, coming up Thursday. If Aaron Rodgers is healthy, I'll tell you what the expectations should be for Gang Green next season. It's on Sportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. You're listening to The Pulse with Pat Strothman on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Small town, big dreams, and a young boy the age of 15 had a premonition his city would get seen. Now I'm winning, get sheen in the city of the home of our... What's up, Wichita? 
Happy Hump Day, everyone. It's officially Wednesday, getting us closer and closer to the weekend, but also bringing us along, getting closer and closer to Super Bowl 58, featuring the Chiefs and the 49ers. We're getting excited with each passing day. I know I'm getting excited as we get closer to flying out to Las Vegas to bring you exclusive Super Bowl Radio Row coverage right here on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. This is The Pulse. Appreciate you listening today. There are other ways to listen outside of the regular radio dial that you might be used to in your car or at home. If you are more of a digital person or a techie person, you can always stream the show by going to ESPNWichita.com. On that website, there is a Listen Live link on there. But also, there is a podcast page. You can check out previous shows, whether that might be Shane's program, the Border Patrol, the program. We have it all readily available at your fingertips, as well as Spotify and Apple Music. Go to ESPNWichita.com. We also have the ability to stream the show on the TuneIn app. So if you're an app person on your smartphone, download it, type in ESPN Wichita, hit that heart button, and that way every time you pull up the app, we'll show up. You know, that makes us part of your favorite, so it's very simple to use. Also, too, I would argue this is the simplest way to catch us, and that is if you're at home or in your office and you have a smart speaker, tell your smart speaker to tune in to ESPN, Wichita, 92.3 FM, or KKGQ. Sometimes the first part doesn't always register, but the second part will if you use our radio call letters. I'm Pat Strothman. Jack Johnson is producing. The phone number is 316-669-4996. That's if you would like to participate by calling the show. 316-669-4996. You'll need that number for tickets today. Wichita State UTSA coming up on Wednesday of next week, 6.30 tip from Coke Arena. That is our very special day with Wichita State, so we're going to be out there, and we want you to be out there as well. I have one pair, just one. One pair of tickets left for the Shockers and the Roadrunners. We've been giving a lot of those away since last week. So if you have any interest, be ready to call, and you'll have to come on by and pick up these physical tickets. But the number you need is 669-4996. Also, if you have any interest in our Kansas City Chiefs Bell Light Neon Sign giveaway, you are... Running out of time, only a couple more chances for you to officially be in the grand prize drawing. You have to listen to this show or the Shane Dennis show from 12 to 2. And once you hear that Travis Kelsey sounder, you need to be caller number three to be registered to win. It's brought to you by Bud Light. Easy to Sunday, easy to enjoy. Bud Light is the official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Must be 21 years or older to enter in addition to uh, the hotline number if you are more of a texter text 316-247-0923 that is 247-0923 k-state's 
frigid from the field yesterday in that loss to Oklahoma. The Kansas Jayhawks, they mollywop Oklahoma State. We'll break down both those games here today. If you have thoughts on those games or thoughts on those teams just in general, be ready to text at 316-247-0923. Social media, make sure to go to Twitter slash X, go to Instagram, Facebook, like and follow all those pages. Please and thank you. Tell your friends about us and check out our content that we have for you all. We try to be really proactive on social media, so please go and digest that content if you would. ESPN Wichita. Just type that in. We'll show up in all three locations. And, of course, if you want to interact with us, you can do that. I know I have people send me Facebook messages. I have some people send me Twitter DMs. We have some people sending tweets. We have you covered in order for you to be interactive here on the show. Here today, coming up, we have the voice of the Kansas State Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson. He is presented to you by CBD American Shaman Derby. So we'll visit with Wyatt coming up at 225. Yes, K-State's getting that loss yesterday. I'm sure he's, well, he's always in a good mood. But look, the Wildcats have lost three in a row. It's been quite the challenge for Jerome Tang and the K-State Wildcats, but maybe they can correct some things. We'll for sure talk about the K-State football schedule that was released yesterday. So we'll get into all that coming up at 225. 245, another one, another head coach has been named in the National Football League. We'll tell you who that is, and we'll let you know if that's a good fit. We'll sneak that in at the tail end of hour number one. Hour number two, more college basketball talk. The Kansas Jayhawks, they looked pretty darn good yesterday against the Cowboys. But did they look good because they played good, or was it the fact that Oklahoma State had a terrible game? We will discuss coming up at 3.02. Normally that would be Andy Reid audio, but we do not have Andy Reid today. But I do know that we will have Andy Reid, I believe, tomorrow. And then we should get some audio from the podium from players so that means a Chiefs locker room report and Andy Reid audio is on, but we're going to have to wait until tomorrow and Friday to accomplish those things. So at 325, you will have some audio, though. You'll hear from Wichita Statements basketball coach Paul Mills. He spoke to media members yesterday for 20 minutes. Don't think we will play all 20 minutes, but we will get to about 10 minutes of it so that way we can hear from him ahead of tonight's game against the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. And, yes, we'll talk about Tulsa and Wichita State ourselves coming up at 325. Then we wrap up the show with a Who Am I Wednesday. Jack Johnson continues to be ridiculously good at this game. I'm half tempted to give him a hockey player or a chess player just to rattle his cage a little bit because he's getting too comfortable. But it's not like he's getting too comfortable like Tony Romo. Tony Romo comfortable is on a whole nother level and maybe a little bit more frustrating. Jack getting comfortable, it's it's not that annoying. It's a lot of fun. Guy knows a lot of things. So that's what we got for you. It is the final day of January. You hear that? We're already one month in to the brand new year. It went by extremely quick. (laughs) 
and we have 11 more months to go. And I bet you it is only going to get faster from here on out. It's January 31st, 2024. Thank you so much for tuning in here on this wonderful Wednesday afternoon. Really appreciate you. And hey, if you're out and about, try to soak up that sun, get outside and, and just kind of bask in it. Enjoy the good weather. Because maybe that's a sign. Maybe we're going to have great weather. Maybe winter's already over. Yeah, right. It's it's Kansas. That's not going to be the case. Got this on the text line, 316-247-0923. Nate, I know, is asking thoughts on the Big 12 schedule. We went into it yesterday, so there's really no need to really dive too deep into it. We, of course, are, are paying attention to KU and K-State. For Kansas, the Jayhawks schedule is quite nice. No back-to-back road games. They, of course, will technically be on the road every game this year because they will be splitting time in non-conference home games at Children's Mercy Park, home to Sporting Kansas City. The home conference games will be at Arrowhead Stadium. Looks nice for Kansas for the most part. Meanwhile, for Kansas State, the Wildcats, technically, they have to face one more Big 12 opponent than the rest, a non-conference game against Arizona, and then they do have some back-to-back games, and they had some interesting road games as well, but still, those schedules are are pretty pretty solid. You're okay, Nate. No, don't apologize. Don't apologize. You don't need to go and listen to the podcast. Wait, that's basically a Cliff Notes version of, of what happened yesterday. No need to apologize, man. There's really no bad questions, and we appreciate all the interaction. So thank you for texting and using the text line, 316 247 Zero nine two three. So the Kansas State Wildcats. Ouch. The Wildcats, they were frigid last night inside Bramage Coliseum. A loss to what number twenty-three Oklahoma, seventy-three to fifty-three. The Wildcats at one point, four and one in conference play. They were sitting there atop the Big Twelve standings. Then they went to Ames, fell to a ranked Iowa State team. Spygate 2024 came after that. And then the Wildcats went to Houston. The Cougars mauled the Wildcats down in H-Town. And now last night, going into it, you felt like, okay, here's the bounce-back game coming for Kansas State. You get this win. You feel like you're back on track. And everything is right in the world. And the Big 12 conference title isn't exactly lost at this stage. We all think that six losses is probably going to be the number you want to go after if you want to get a share of the Big 12 championship, but we can discuss that later on. Kansas State, simply put, just could have put the ball in the hole, especially from beyond the arc. I don't care who you are. If you go 428 from deep, you're not going to win many basketball games. 14% from deep, 30% overall from the field. Oklahoma, and the thing is about the Sooners, it's not like they shot incredibly well from beyond the arc. Oklahoma didn't make a single three and half number two. The Sooners were 0 for 6 from beyond the arc and 3 of 14 for the entire game. But overall from the field at 43%. And when you get in this basketball game where the officials are calling everything, you better be ready to hit your free throws. And Oklahoma... Although the Sooners didn't really hit 
free throws in the second half as well as they probably should have, although they were better than the first half. First half, they were 6 of 13. Second half, you really got to put the final nail in the coffin. But K-State came back, made it a seven-point game. And we were all thinking, at least Jack sent a message in the group thread, that this is a game where K-State somehow, some way, magically gets a win. They get a last-second shot from Arthur Coloma or Tyler Perry or Cam Carter. Might be a banked-in three. Might be a four-point play. It felt like that maybe that was going to happen again. But then the Wildcats, they gave up the ball a couple times at ill-opportune moments there. They had 14 turnovers in total for the actual game. Oklahoma had just nine. The Sooners capitalized on all this miscues for K-State, 19 points off turnovers, and the game got away from the K-State Wildcats. K-State falling 73-53, to and now I want to say there's doubt there in Manhattan. Jerome Tang basically said that this game is completely on him. He didn't have his guys prepared. I will say, though, Tyler Perry... In the second half, that's really the Tyler Perry that you need to see on a regular basis if you are a Wildcat fan. He finishes with 23 points, had five rebounds, just three of ten from beyond the arc. Those numbers are still not that great. But the one thing I saw from Tyler Perry in the second half that I wish that we see on a on a regular basis is when he goes downhill and is more aggressive. We're still sitting here and waiting and waiting for him to be more of a downhill player. Maybe you play inside out. Maybe you're a slasher first before you're a shooter. Now the coaching staff has to deal with that internally, so who knows? Maybe Jerome Tang and the coaching staff says, look, you're our best three-point marksman. We need you to be out on the perimeter and knock down some threes when you get those opportunities. But in the second half, especially in that game where you saw over, what, 60 free throw attempts, 64 to be exact, when you had that type of game, you better change your approach and go, hey, the officials are calling everything. If the officials are going to call every single thing, we should probably get to the rim and attack. And that's what you saw with Tyler Perry in the second half against Oklahoma. I just wish that you see more of it on a regular basis. But here's what we're learning about Kansas State. Tyler Perry finishes with 23. The next highest was 9 for David Kassan. Cam Carter had his worst day, 2 of 12 from the floor, 0 of 5 from deep. Arthur Kaluma, 1 of 8 from the field, and 0 of 5 from beyond the arc. Those guys combined for 8 of the 14 turnovers for Kansas State. And I know the Wildcats... Maybe it's just as simple as the shots didn't fall. But that's something that you realize, well, if you take away two of the three guys, you have a pretty good chance at, at getting a big win. And Oklahoma certainly did. As the Sooners got to 500 in Big 12 play at 4-4, four and four. K-State, meanwhile, drops to 4-4 four and four after losing three in a row. Can't fault the Wildcats for losing up in Ames. Same thing with Houston. At home against Oklahoma, you're going to have those games that pop up every so often. But on Saturday, it's a perfect opportunity to get right before you take on Kansas in your own building on Big Monday. And 
that's the thing. K-State could lose this game on Saturday, and I still would think that K-State could get the win against Kansas in Bramlage Coliseum. I still would think that they would have a chance in that game because of what we've seen from, from Kansas State and what we've seen from the Big 12 Conference. You have some teams that we thought were going to be NCAA tournament teams. The Texas right now doesn't look like an NCAA tournament team. Longhorns now have five losses in conference play after losing to Houston in overtime on Monday. Kansas State has four losses in Big 12 action. If the Wildcats get to six losses or seven losses in the Big 12, again, is are you really going to make the NCAA tournament? you got to get these wins, especially on Saturday. If you go out there and win by 30, all is well. And Oklahoma State probably will be down a little bit more because of what we saw last night with Bryce Thompson suffering a shoulder injury. And we'll break down Oklahoma State and Kansas in just a little bit. And you don't know just how you know mentally locked in they truly are after a not-so-great start to the Big 12 season. But that's been the theme for Kansas State, too, is the Wildcats not starting well. The Wildcats have had some pretty atrocious starts, and there's no doubt that that start yesterday was wolf. The Wildcats came out so cold, they didn't score a single point until a free throw at the 11.49 mark of the first half. They waited even longer before that first field goal. David Gasson got a run into the fall at the 10.30 mark in the first half. K-State missed its first 11 shots from the field, which is why it's amazing that the Wildcats were able to get it down to seven. And at that point, you're thinking, it's game on. It's time for Kansas State to make that run, and the Wildcats get that magic out there inside Bramage Coliseum, and they'll get a last-second shot from Tyler Perry that's going to give them the win, and all is right in the world. But right now, lots of frustration. Jerome Tang not talking about the officials, not talking about Spygate. It's simply put, hey, I didn't have my guys ready. Didn't have my guys ready to compete last night against a ranked Oklahoma team. And while that might be true, when you, again, go 14% from beyond the arc, good luck. I don't know too many teams are going to win basketball games that way. We'll continue this K-State talk in moments with Wyatt Thompson. That's coming your way in just a little bit. Use the text line if you got thoughts, K-State fans, 316-247-0923. Jack Johnson, concern in Manhattan or simply just, well, didn't have a good shooting night, they'll get back at it. And, of course, we all know what's coming up on Big Monday. You hope that Saturday doesn't become a look-ahead game for Kansas State. Well, I don't think K-State can afford to look ahead at this point. Um, The frightening thing now for Kansas State fans is before this game, the the Oklahoma game that was, they were in the next four out list. Now they're not even on the board for Joe Lunardi to get into the NCAA tournament. And as much as we'd like to sit here and say, oh, well, you know, there's still 10 games left, there are winnable games on the schedule – it's not so much of a, a matter of winnable games on the schedule. They got to start boosting the resume a little bit because Baylor really is their only big time win this year, and Baylor's now lost three in a row. So they're not, you know, looking as great as it once was when they were a top ten opponent. Uh, Providence, I think, would I would put up there as another great win. Villanova at one point seemed like a great win. Now Villanova's eleven and ten and not going to make the NCAA tournament. So you can only afford so many losses in a row in Big Twelve play, and as damn good as this conference is. 
Games like last night can't happen. You can't have zero points at the second media timeout and no field goals, I think, to like the 10-minute mark of the game. It's just it's not good to come out there after you just got your butt handed to you against Houston on Saturday. I thought we were going to see a very inspired, uh, ready-to-go, fired-up Kansas State team against the top 25 team in Oklahoma, but it was Oklahoma that was really fired up. They had lost a couple in a row. They had lost to their rival in Texas, and it just didn't seem like K-State was – as eager at tip-off and ready to face an Oklahoma team that can get you on any night, that they can be really physical, they can match your physicality, and have a lot of guys that can go score around the rim. And K-State just didn't really have any of that last night. And that is alarming to me because the issues that have happened in this three-game losing streak, they've all compounded each other. It's all been the same sort of issues. They can't really score right now. Uh, Lack of a front court presence, bad shot selection from their star players and Cam Carter and Tyler Perry. And now you look at this game against Oklahoma State on Saturday, it's not a matter of if you can win, it's you have to win it. Because then if you lose that game, it's a must-win scenario against Kansas on Monday, which that's already tough in its own category. Like If you're 14-8 and eight, hosting Kansas on Big Monday, one, you're not going to be favored to win that game. And if that's turning into a must-win, that's not really happened in previous years. It's usually been, hey, that's great if we get Kansas, but we all know that people expect Kansas to win that game. Because you'll look up and you'll be, what is that, 4-6 and six in Big 12 play and 14-9 and nine overall? There's not many opportunities left to make yourself a sure thing in the NCAA tournament. I mean, if K-State walks into the Big 12 tournament with, let's say, 11 or 12 losses, are you sold, unless they win the Big 12 tournament, that with a loss in the Big 12 tournament, they're getting in with 12 or 13 losses? I don't think it's a sure thing at this point. So not a good loss to not only lose to Oklahoma, but by 20 points at home, bad look. But the good thing for them, they're getting a downtrodden Oklahoma State team. you got to pad that one win before hosting Kansas for a massive monumental Sunflower Showdown coming up on Big Monday. Yeah, massive, massive for sure. You bring up the must-win. It it feels so weird to say that as you flip the calendar month of February. But with what we have seen from this K-State team, they they need a win in in a desperate way. And this Wildcat team needs to get a, a, a thumping out of its system as well. All the frustration that has built up over the last couple of games, they they need that at this moment. 316-247-0923. That is the text line. Feel free to use it throughout the show. Coming up in hour number two, don't worry, Jayhawk fans. We didn't forget about Kansas and the win against Oklahoma State. We will get into that to open up hour number two. Up next, though, we got to continue our K-State talk. We'll do it next with the voice of the K-State Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson. That's on deck here on The Pulse. You're tuned into The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Ready to dive into the ultimate summer experience in 2024? Look no further than Superpools. At Superpools, we believe every family deserves a slice of paradise, and it's our duty to make this process as seamless as possible for you and your family. So why wait? Call Superpools today at 316-880-3900 and let us turn your backyard into a stunning oasis. We still have a few spots left this winter, so lock in with us today. Superpoolsusa.com or 316-880-3900. Don't forget, we dig fun. Hi, this is Blake Davis with Davis Liquor Outlet. And this is Brian Davis with another great special on Jose Cuervo 1.75 liters, only $32.99. Plus, grab a Sam Adams 12-pack for just $14.99. Davis Liquor Outlet. Each store independently owned and operated. Neighborhood locations with superstore pricing. 
Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. Hey guys, Nathan Regan from Burnell's Fine Jewelry and Design, Wichita's go-to for custom engagement rings. Did you know we have a beautiful collection of engagement rings that vary in metal color and design styles and include the popular hidden halo ring? With our custom engagement rings, you have flexibility to choose the preferred diamond center stone that works for your budget and reflects her unique style. We even have a wide selection of lab-grown diamonds in store. So if you're ready to propose, come see us at Burnell's on the northeast corner of Rock and Central or online at Burnell's The race for a spot in Hartman Arena is heating up as KCAC squads are looking to punch their ticket to championship weekend in Park City. This week's Road to Hartman KCAC doubleheader features the Tabor Blue Jays who will travel up north to face the York Panthers. Join me, Chance Lebo, on the call as coverage of the KCAC doubleheader of the week begins at 6 o'clock on Wednesday on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. I still feel 25 Most of the time I still well, that's uh, a good question here to kick things off here with Wyatt Thompson, voice of the K-State Wildcats. Yes, we'll dive into K-State and what happened last night. And yes, we'll talk K-State football with the voice of the K-State Wildcats. But we'll get to that question in just a little bit. First, let me tell you, Wyatt Thompson brought to you by CBD American Shaman Derby. If you're struggling with pain, anxiety, or sleep, Explore the benefits of the highest quality hemp oil at CBD American Shaman Derby. Swing by to see Jeff and the gang at 200 North Baltimore. CBD American Shaman Derby. Life is better with the feather. Hello, Wyatt. Do you feel like you're 25 most of the time? (laughs) I I would say not necessarily most of the time, but... (laughs) Enough of the time to be happy. How's that for an answer? That's good. good? That's a good answer. That's a good answer. At age 33, I don't feel like I'm 25 most of the time. (laughs) Yeah. That that song by George is one of the more interesting ones uh, that he's he's recorded here in the last several years, I I think. Um, Mm Kind of just, you know, it speaks to quality and longevity, right? I mean, it is what it is. Yes. 
Yes, 110%. 110%. Before we dive into K-State, how about the Chiefs making it to the Super Bowl? I, I never really ask you about the NFL, but I feel like I have to ask you about the Chiefs making it to the Super Bowl. Well, I think I saw that it was viewed by like 55-plus million. <laughs> that is staggering numbers, and I think they saw an incredible football game. And I thought the Chiefs played as well as they've played in the last couple of weeks as they have in, in a while. And you know how, how good they are. Um, they were just so cut in the last two weeks, weren't they? And, and I loved one, – one of my favorite plays of the whole year was the throw-catch coverage in the end zone with Hamilton defending on the throw from Mahomes – to Travis Kelsey. That that was about as spectacular as football gets. Would you agree with that? I thought that was 100%. an incredible play on, on all three. You couldn't walk down there and hand him the ball in a better spot. <laughs> he makes an incredible catch with brilliant coverage. That's just great. That's just great football, man. Yeah, and they and they did it like Kyle Hamilton hadn't surrendered a touchdown to tight end all season exactly. until that point. Yeah. And it's it's just a nice reminder of, oh, yeah, Travis Kelsey's pretty good, as well as yeah. Patrick Mahomes. They're both, and, and, and both you know exceptionally Having well. Having said all of that, Pat, I mean, how about the play that they made at the goal line to knock the ball away, too? That, that's just <laughs> That was Sneed, wasn't it? Yep, LeJerry Sneed. Yep. That was uh-huh. unbelievable, too. Well, just a superb win, man. You, you go there and beat that team with that defense, you are getting it done. And if you're a K-State fan – you don't want to see injuries. Charles Amenehu getting an injury, suffered a yeah. torn ACL. But now Felix Enrique Uzama, I don't know if he's going to be a healthy scratch next week. So there's a chance that the rookie from K-State gets a chance to play in a Super Bowl his first year. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. And I think Echo yeah. Boydo, I think, might have a, have a shot as well. Maybe he'll be a healthy scratch. But still, regardless, two K-Staters that have an opportunity. Can you imagine what that first year in the league has been like for those two guys? Um, <laughs> it's it's really cool. I've thought about that a couple of different times here. Uh, you know, since Kansas City won the game on Sunday, and we've we've always been proud of those guys and what they accomplished here. But uh, to experience that, whether and I hope they both see the field at least a little bit. Uh, man, you, that's something you would never forget, right? You can tell your grandkids and. All about that. That's that's pretty pretty special. There are only so and many you, people who get to get to do that and say that. Yeah, and if you just get the chance just to go and just to, to experience sure. it, you know, the last couple of years for me and being able to go to the Super Bowl and this year going to Las Vegas next week, it's something you know take for granted. And you walk around, and you just kind of while you're doing work and you're there for for business reasons, you're you have to stop and look around and just realize. How many people are are around you, and, and and just exactly what's what's taking place? So, yeah, it's if I run FAU and uh, an Echo, I'll definitely try to try to get those two individuals next week here on the show. That's the uh, that's the goal. All right, we'll circle back around the football later on. We do have to get to uh, K State and Oklahoma last night. Wildcats fall seventy three to fifty three. K-State just kind of put the ball in the hole, and sometimes you're going to run into those situations. I'm not going to lie, though. I thought when K-State got it down to seven, I'm like, okay, here we go. Well, the Wildcats haven't really played their best of games 
throughout the season, but they still found ways to win. And I thought when they got the seven, here we go. K-State is going to find a way to get this thing done. It's just Oklahoma made some free throws down the stretch. Oklahoma gets the win, and K-State falls to 4-4 four and four in conference play. What was really your overall takeaway with the game last night inside Bramlage Coliseum? Well, it's interesting that you say that they fell because, I, you know, that's I thought that's a pretty descriptive word of, of how the game started. I, I don't know that I've ever in my time at K-State seen anything else quite like that where you get to the second media timeout and they're over and haven't scored. That, that's remarkable. And yet they were still in the game, which tells you that they really – were trying hard at that point, defending their tails off, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, but they they were just, I mean, they were 0 for 11, I think, at one point to start the from three-point land. And it just, they just, they were just out of sorts. Give Oklahoma some credit for that, sure. But, I'm, and I'm also like you, that when they got back to 51-44, I'm thinking kind of the same thing. Hey, okay, here we go. They've got a shot now. That's all you can ask for. And then the next thing you know, it's a 12 to 1 Oklahoma run over the next 403, and basically the game's over. Frustrating night. It's been a frustrating three game set here. Um, and, uh, I mean, let's, let's just cut to the chase that offensively they're, they're struggling right now and they got to get some things figured out, period. Well, last three games, let's put it into perspective, too. <laughs> in case State yeah. went to Ames, okay? Yeah. Iowa State's pretty good up in, up in Ames. We saw it when they, Rip down the nets due to the tone or, or the to the tune of 14 three pointers against Kansas this past weekend. Right. You have Houston, which I I talked about this yesterday. No offense to to, to KU, K State, or or some of the the top home venues and home court advantages in the Big Twelve, but Houston might already be in the top three for home court advantages this year. They they might be. And then you take a look at Oklahoma. It's not, it's not like the Sooners are chopped liver. <laughs> They're still ranked and yeah. they have the capability of, of, of being a, a solid team and, and a team that could make it to the national tournament and a team that, that could probably do some damage in the NCAA tournament. So, I mean, I guess you do have to kind of put it into perspective. Yes, you know, such thing as moral victories in the eyes of many people, but right. I just look back at the last three opponents for, for K State and go, I mean, heck, if 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 I would have if K State would have split at Houston and at Iowa State and they get this win, it's whatever. Even if they go one and two, I'm still not really freaking out at this point for Kansas State. Well, and I think you said a lot there. And and what I would add to that is is Oklahoma's four and four in the league, and that's what K State is. You know, I mean, yeah, they've lost three in a row after a four and one start, and that really sucks. It does. I'm not going to lie. They're they're kind of in a funk. Not kind of. They're in a funk offensively. I, I think they are a team that has really kind of struggled all year long, honestly, to, to kind of find themselves on the offensive end. They've grown on the defensive side for sure. But, you know, there have been things that it, I mean, they've been inconsistent offensively. They have turned the ball over pretty consistently a little bit too much. And here of late, they've kind of regressed uh, in the rebounding uh, category. And, and all of those things are harmful when you're playing these types of teams. I think Oklahoma is an NCAA tournament team. I don't think there's any question about it, and I, I give them some credit. I thought they did a really nice job plan-wise. They played really good, 
solid basketball all night long. Um, but again, I think w- from the K-State perspective, they had, as bad as it was, they, they had even an opportunity in the second half. And I, <laughs> if you'd have said they were going to get within six at halftime to me, I would have said, write it down, I'm taking it. Uh, because I wasn't <laughs> sure they would. Um, and I give them credit for that. But tough, tough night. For sure. Voice of the K-State Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson here on the polls. He's brought to you by CBD American Shaman Derby. K-State falling to Oklahoma last night, 73-53. to Wildcats do get Oklahoma State, and it's on the road. And the Cowboys, they just got done losing to Kansas last night. So we'll talk about that game here in just a little bit. You brought up the woes offensively. What are some of the things that K-State needs to, to get better at? I'm sure turnovers is probably the number one thing that you look at because that can throw you off off rhythm, and, and that could be a problem. So I guess when you look at the offensive woes from Kansas State, what exactly are, are teams doing that, that are making it difficult on the K-State offense? I think the biggest thing is, and I mentioned this in an interview just a few minutes ago, if you go back to early in the year after the UCF win here, K-State went to Morgantown. And what we saw in that game was West Virginia doubling Tyler Perry pretty much right after he got across the timeline. Pretty much everybody in the league has done that to a degree or to a large degree since. I don't know if you'd agree with that or not, but I think that has been something that has really uh, been something that K-State's had uh, a struggle to handle. And it's been tough with that to get into you know, their offense. They need better ball movement. There's no doubt about that. Um, and probably not only better ball movement, but quicker ball movement. And the thing that, that hurt last night, I think, too, you know, and guys do have off nights, but, you know, this, I, I've said this all year long K State's at its best when everybody is doing their part. But let's also cut to the chase and say, with K State, they have to have Kaluma, Perry, and Carter playing at pretty optimum level. And last night, we saw Tyler do a pretty good job. He wasn't great, but he had 23 points, okay? But you look at, at Kaluma and what he did, and with Cam Carter and what he did, I'll just read you Arthur's line. Four points, five rebounds, uh, an assist, a block, two steals in 26 minutes, went one for eight, 0 oh for five. Mm-hmm. Cam Carter... 5.6 rebounds, two assists, a block, 39 minutes, two for 10 and 0 for 5. Those guys, I think, combined for maybe eight or nine turnovers. Yep. You are not going to beat somebody in the Big 12 uh, with those two guys putting in that performance. And I'm not blaming them, but I'm saying the reality of it is you, you can't have one of your big three guys perform and the other two not and, and survive it more times than not. Yeah, agreed, for sure. When those stat lines, especially with Kaluma and Cam Carter, what a combined yeah. three of 19 from, from the field with, with eight turnovers, you're, it's tough. You're not going to win many ball games when when two of your core three are, are going to be playing like that. But, you did, you, but you, did, you did bring something up, and that is defensively they are getting better. And, and that's, where, that's where you're like, all right, if the offense comes along, then things will – Probably be okay. Nice thing is, before Big Monday against Kansas, K-State does get Oklahoma State on the road. Cowboys, I don't know what the status is for Bryce Thompson, but he took a tumble and that shoulder was in a sling afterward. 
So there's a, a weapon loss for Oklahoma State. I know the Cowboys play tough up in Bramlage Coliseum. K-State still got the win, but this is maybe the perfect time to get an Oklahoma State before a Kansas. Well, you hope that's the case. I don't know that you look at it like that necessarily because if you go back to two weeks ago, it'll be two weeks Saturday when we're in Stillwater that they were here, and they really pushed K-State. It was a 70-66 to game, and and you could say that K-State was a, a little bit fortunate to win the game. They had trouble with Garrison. They had a little bit of trouble with Daly. They had a little bit of trouble with Small. And it's a lot tougher on the road. So they're going to have to be cut in and, and do some things quite a bit better, like we've talked about. Um, and Oklahoma State's going to be hungry. They're 1-7 in the league. They've been kicked around pretty good with you know playing you know those, those four or five freshmen <laughs> uh, to go along with, with Bryce and you know Keon and some of their other veteran guys, John Michael Wright. But um, I, I, I'm not taking anything for granted. You, and this is a big stretch. I, I mentioned... In an interview a while ago, K-State is 4-4 four and four just like Oklahoma. May have said it to you even. Um, and I'm, I'm not sitting there saying that they can still win the league. I don't mean it that way. But um, you kind of got to get going here. If, if you, if you want to try to still be anywhere in the hemisphere of being talked about or have a shot at postseason, you're probably going to have to be 9-9 nine and nine in the league. And at four and four, you I mean you do the math. You you got you got some wins. You got to get out there, and they're they're hard to come by right now. Yeah, and <laughs> there's no doubt. And, and, and if you're in the Big Twelve, you're just going to be hard to come by. <laughs> just yeah. just across the board, it's a tough conference. Well, let's since I won't talk to you until after Big Monday. I know you're looking ahead because you're a broadcaster, and you have to get all your notes and everything ready to rock and roll for Monday. So, sure. KU, K States. The, the Jayhawks this year with Hunter Dickinson and, and a lot of talent coming back. Kevin McCuller, who knows what that's like. I know he's been dealing with a bruised knee, and who knows what's going to happen Saturday when they take on Houston. Um, but, you know, this Kansas team does have some talent. What really is the thing that stands out to you the most about this edition of the Sunflower Showdown? Really good big man and a really good point guard. Most of those types of teams do pretty well. Um, Dickinson is one of the more unique uh, big men in the country. It seems like he's a double-double guy every night, which is hard to do at this level. Um, and you can say what you want about Dewan Harris is doing this or that right now, but the guy has always played well against Kansas State, uh, and that's a reality. Uh, and I, I think you know whether McCullough is able to go or not is, is is kind of a wild card there because he, you know he's he's one of those guys that is at least from my perspective you you follow Kansas closer than I do but he, he's just become one of those what I'll describe as a stat stuffer kind of guy and he's become much more of an offensive threat than he once was just through his uh, work ethic and diligence of of making himself a better player. So that, that'll be a big deal. And, and we all know that KU isn't as deep this year as, as, as they have been in years past, and maybe their margin of error is a little bit smaller, but they're, they're still a pretty good club, and that, that's, that's what sticks out to me um, along with the coaching. So it, it'll be a challenge like it always is, that's for sure. All right, I say we'd circle back around to K-State football. I'm going to you know, make sure that promise is, is fulfilled here. K-State has its 2024 football schedule out. Don't know when Arizona, it's either going to be on the 13th or the 14th. So 
Uh, that's about the only thing that looks a little, little weird, but I did chuckle. Uh, I'm telling you why. Every time a football schedule gets released, the first thing I do is I check the first conference game and I always look to see where the location is. And sure enough, it's K-State at, at BYU going to Provo. So I chuckled, and I about sent you a text, but I was like, nah, I'll wait until we get Wyatt on the right, air because right. K-State on the road, it's death taxes and K-State starting conference play on the road. And let's be real, going to Provo, Utah too, and then the next road game would be Colorado. They have to go to West Virginia, Houston, and Iowa State, so that is – intriguing going to Tulane is interesting too no more Willie Fritz but I still think right, that'll right. be a, a lot of fun for that K-State team to go to New Orleans and look let's be real K-State's technically playing one more conference opponent than anyone else with with a non-conference game against Arizona and, and an Arizona program that had a phenomenal year this past year so no that's a, a pretty tough schedule what what do you make of the 2020 20, 2024 football schedule for k-state well real quick i'll say we're going to get willie fritz just on a different sideline than we thought we were going to get <laughs> yeah right? that's true yeah. good point good point good point <laughs> no I, you know what the truth is is with with the six home games as opposed to seven I get a sense even though i haven't talked with with coach Kleiman personally that uh, the coaches were I think pretty okay with the way this thing laid out. Um, you know, I think they were expecting to start on the road because you have one less home game, and it'd be difficult with the split this time. I mean, you, they're not going to make you play three straight road games, right? So it made sense that they would start conference play on the road, and so they go to Provo. There are worse places to be than Provo, Utah, and the, you know, the 21st of September, right? And you've got the, the back-to-back roads to um, Provo and Morgantown, which I think is interesting. Uh, or maybe it's Colorado and West Virginia. Colorado. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, Colorado, Colorado West Virginia. And, and that's okay, too, right? I mean, the fall in, in uh, Boulder and, and uh, Morgantown are pretty good. But, but above and beyond that, I, you know, I do like the schedule. And I, it's so different looking at it and not seeing Oklahoma or Texas. I don't know if you felt like that or not, but... I, I do think it's probably a little bit harder on the front end as opposed to the back in terms of just the competition, but you don't ever know. I mean, who thought, as an example, you mentioned Arizona, that they were going to have a year like they had, right? And I'll remind everybody that, like K-State, West Virginia won nine games. They were picked for dead last. <laughs> so let's, you just got to go play them, man. But I'm I'm pumped up for the way it looks and lays out. I, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, for sure. Looking forward to it. All right, Wyatt. Thank you so much for your time. As always, we'll try to figure it out next week. <laughs> it's going to be a little chaotic on my end. That yeah, I do sure. know. So I'll try to keep you posted. I'm I'm slowly but surely getting a little bit of a schedule figured out, but. Yeah. No promises made whatsoever. It is going to be intriguing. That's all I know. So well, you're going to have fun with that, and and I'll just wait to hear from you. We'll, we'll work it out and uh, <laughs> enjoy that, man. There's that's one thing that I haven't done that I I can honestly say I'd like to do. I wouldn't mind going to you know Radio Row for Super Bowl week. That'd be pretty fun, don't you think? It yeah, is that's, very that's unique. A cool deal. Yeah, yeah, it is fun. very unique, and you know. When when people ask like what your 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 bucket list is as a radio guy, 
Super Bowl Radio Row is usually near the top for a lot of oh, guys. Oh, sure. And, should be. And it, it's it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a ton of work in, in a week period. But uh, the nice thing is, yeah, last year, never would have thought I would speak to Emmett Smith and interview him one-on-one for 10 minutes. I never <laughs> thought in a lifetime that yeah. that would happen. So. I don't know what's going to happen next week. Uh, I, I bet you more stars come out because it is Las Vegas after all. So well, we'll, we'll see how it goes. And it's the Chiefs. You can't lose. I mean, other than, other than I the know. people in the slot machines, right? You can't lose that. <laughs> That's a fact. Well, the thing yeah. is, I'm, I, everyone's like, what are you going to do? Like, I mean, you're going to have a blast. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be staying far away from the tables and the slot machines because I got a lot of work to do. It's not going to be a it's not going to be a, a personal trip, it's a business trip. So, sure. Eddie, all right, Wyatt, well, thank you so much. You have a great week and we'll talk to you soon. You got it, buddy. Great talking to you, my friend. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Wyatt Thompson, voice of the case, the Wildcats, brought to you by CBD American Shaman Derby. We got to hustle. We'll come back and wrap up hour number 1 on the Pulse. The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. The soccer capital of America is back in full swing with Sporting Kansas City's home opener just around the corner. The 2024 home campaign kicks off on Saturday, March 2nd at 7.30 p.m. against the Philadelphia Union. Be there at Children's Mercy Park to kick off another huge year of soccer in Kansas City. It's Sporting KC versus the Philadelphia Union, March 2nd at Children's Mercy. Park. Don't miss this moment, KC. Get your home opener tickets now at sportingkc.com slash tickets. Are you looking to step up your outdoor and camping adventures game this spring and summer? Then head out to the Four Seasons RV Open House RV and Camper Show just off I-70 in Abilene. They are opening up their doors this Thursday through Saturday for you to check out their over 100 different configurations of campers and RVs to get you to your next adventure today. Four Seasons RV Open House this Thursday through Saturday. Make that short drive to Abilene. It's Four Seasons RV where the fun begins. Dirty exterior? Don't scrub it. Wet it and forget it. Wet and forget the easy outdoor cleaner. Wet and forget works over time with Mother Nature to eliminate unsightly black and green stains on the exterior of your home with no scrubbing, power washing, or bleach. Use wet and forget on all your outdoor surfaces, including decks, siding, roofs, and patios. Wet and forget's available in a concentrate or extreme reach hose-in. Purchase wet and forget in-store or online at Lowe's, Menards, Ace, or Walmart. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Wichita's home for Chiefs coverage. ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. 
The Kansas City Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl. I, I don't like losing any any games. We always had everything we wanted in front of us, and we had that mindset. Coach Reed preaches that every single day we come into the building, and no one hung their head. Everybody was ready to go, and now we're going to the Super Bowl, and like I said, we're not done. When you want the latest on your favorite teams, tune into Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Where this come from, Jack Johnson? <laughs> I feel you already know the answer to that question. <laughs> uh, hey, coming up in hour number two, we have KU basketball talk. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Wichita State and Tulsa coming up tonight. We'll have Paul Mills audio here just a little bit and then after that who am i wednesday we do have a pair of tickets for wichita state and utsa next week wednesday february 7th at 6 30 if you have any interest in that we will be giving away tickets in just a little bit 316-669-4996 well in the nfl another franchise has its next head coach And that would be the Seattle Seahawks. They have officially agreed to a deal to make Baltimore Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald as their next head coach. Six-year contract, according to Adam Schefter. The Seahawks moved to hire McDonald after meeting with him for a second time Wednesday. He becomes the NFL's youngest head coach at the age of 36 and brings to Seattle a reputation as one of the best league's brightest defensive minds, having led the Ravens to number one number one in points allowed, sacks, and takeaways in 2023. Seahawks leadership met with them on Tuesday. A day earlier, they held an in-person interview with Detroit Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson, who later told the Seahawks and the commanders that he was remaining in Detroit. You and Shane were... Wondering why he was staying in Detroit. Lots of weapons, I would say, over that way with what he has. And I don't know, would you want to go be the head coach of the Commanders? Seattle might make a little bit more sense, but do you want to go be the head coach of the Commanders? Some people probably don't want that. And maybe that's the case with Ben Johnson. But hey, Mike McDonald hopefully had better success than other Ravens defensive coordinators. Marvin Lewis was 0-7 in playoffs. Mike Nolan was 18-37 as a head coach. Rex Ryan was 61-66. Chuck Pagano was 53-43. Went 3-3 in the playoffs. Hopefully you'll have some success in Seattle. That does it for the first hour. Hour number two, just around the corner. Wichita State tickets, Wichita State basketball talk, KU talk, who am I Wednesday? That's just around the corner here on The Pulse. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.